What's up, TRW Mafia? Jimmy here with Big Joe. We do have a Mike Davis with us. said ah what better time you know and we'll get him in and uh we'll have some fun with it those watching the video you know yeah i'd like to get his take on some of that stuff just to i'd like to find out like what brought him like coming from our neighborhood and you had a kid like me who same age group but always thought like wow i'd love to be able to do that and what brought him to it yeah, look, I mean, look at like Pat Dillon too. I mean, Pat, don't forget Pat trained will go kill Kowalski. That's true too. I hope this works. You know, so it's like, and we were all in the same circle. Like, you know, you hung out with Chopper, you hung out with Pat's brother Chopper. Yeah. Pat came down with us when Chopper was up with you guys. You know, and uh, <laughs> Pat literally got in the ring. Yeah. So. We gotta get a uh, maybe a Pat versus the Crusher fight. The whole Pat will be on next week too, which is funny. So it's another salty episode. Uh, Larry Prescott, hello, Bobby D, hello. Oh. Um, Sorry, I didn't see it there. Uh, hello, Larry. New merch on Teespring, by the way. Oh yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, nice, um, those backpacks look awesome. 
the yes i i the in the backpack like that's not a shitty backpack yeah that has um it has the little protective pad inside for your laptop so your tablets whatever oh, that's um cool. so it's a decent little backpack um in the bucket hats what i thought was funny was joe Serraza messaged us asking if we could get fedoras i said oh i said i bet you would love the fedora i'd love a scally cap yeah uh, as no you can tell that's kind of what i wear but i need a really big one because my head's kind of giant we're gonna have to maybe work something else out with mike um i'm not sure why that's not working you know he lives um what's up joe how are you there's joe salenzo there joe's just talking about you and asking about that um the the um fedoras might as well get a top hat you know we get an Irish whip monocle. That's right. What I wanted to do, what I almost did with the bucket hats, but I thought it would have been goofy, was having the logo on the front like I do, but then also putting the logo on the very top. The very top would be sweet. But I didn't do that. Um, another product for another day. Let's see. And Mike, if you can hear us, just chime in. Um, Mike, so here's what I found out about Mike, and this is pretty cool. So back in the day, Cronus, who, you know, everybody knows ECW teamed up with Perry Satin as the Eliminators. Um, great tag team. Cronus wrestled one match in the ICW before he went to USWA to form the Eliminators with Perry. And this came from my man on Rodeo Drive, John Rodeo, who, for this one match, managed Cronus. John also managed some guy named Terra Ryzen. Um, nice. Oh. I just think it's cool that when you see somebody from the hometown living their dream. It's... um. And John told me that that was the, his one, Cronus's one match in ICW before going to UCWA and creating the Eliminators with Perry Satin was against Mike Davis. Nice. You know, and the, like ICW, I mean, it was Brittany Brown who's done a ton. Um, there was a lot of people there uh, that were in that. Uh, Tony Roy, uh, who's on, he's, he's, Infamous because he's on the um, Triple H DVD set. And uh, I think in the commentary of it, uh, JR says something along the lines of, oh, Tony Roy versus Triple H, that'll sell out Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But those were big guys in this area. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm just trying to... um, He just texted me that he can hear us. Yeah, I wish he, we could hear him. Right. But, yeah, that's... um. But Mike is a good guy. I want Mike to come out. And, Mike, I hope you hear this still. I want you to come out October 30th to Farragut Park, 1 p.m. Uh, we'll be there pretty early. I'll probably be there about 10 a.m. Um, 
to check out UFO wrestling. They bring in out. You, um, Joe, I know you're not a big boxing fan, but do you remember Peter McNeely? Oh, absolutely. Lost to Tyson. <laughs> He's got Peter McNeely coming out. He's got, um, because Pat's a boxing guy. He's got, um, Bushwhacker Luke coming out. Uh, I think his heavyweight title is being defended by Sky Ross. And uh, it's going to be a great show. And all the proceeds, uh, I think some of the proceeds go to the um, Tiny Community Center, which, Joe, what's that place mean to you, man? That's that's where I grew up in. <laughs> I grew up in that place, running and playing BNBL basketball, you know, that's... all different sports in there. And then it, it grew. There was what? And I think on a given night, on a weeknight, we had 30, 40 kids up in there. Easy. You know, and then on a Easy. weekend, because we got them to open it up on some of the weekends during the summer so we can have a place to go. And it was 30, 40 kids every night. And it's um, Bobby D. You get to meet Bobby D, Pat. Oh, yeah. I just called you Pat, Joe. Yeah. I can't wait to meet Bobby D. I'm going to give him a big hug. You'll meet Bobby. You'll meet Laurie, probably. Um, Outdoor yeah. show, too. Right on the beach, about a mile from Sullivan's, which you heard us talk about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Sully's going to be open before we get there, because I'd like to stop before we get there. Only for the hot dogs and coffee in the morning, for the old time, old guys. What uh, What are we? We're old guys. No grill. The grill. They don't open the grill till later in the day. Oh, so it's just coffee? Yeah, coffee and donuts. Oh, I mean, I never turned a donut down. Maybe a little special sauce from the back. Yeah, okay. Hey, to be careful. I get us canceled. You know, we should get another Southie, another Southie run show and get the guy that run, has been running that place for the last 35, 40 years. 35, hmm. 30 years, I think. Which one? The front of the house or the back of the house? Because um, he's the actual one that runs back. I think he's back of the house and overall. He's not the he always run the front of the house. I mean, Chris yeah, runs but, the back, but yeah, Chris. I'm talking about Chris. But I hear they get a new guy. I don't know. Last I knew, Chris was Chris was like the GM. They they got a new guy that um, he's the one that was trying to get them to expand. Um, and if you went down at all this year, he was the guy that um would run the food outside because you couldn't go in anymore. Yeah. Or you went into no, order just, your food, but you couldn't wait inside. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, a couple of times I went so, down there, that's how I had to be. And it, it takes a while for them to cook my six hot dogs and three cheeseburgers. And that's you just to feed the, what are you going to do now that you got to feed the Great Dane? You got to order twice that. I'm just going to order a side of beef and let him eat it. <laughs> you know? That dog is insane. He's laying next to me, sleeping. You want to meet him? Want to meet him on the, it's tough. Tin, yeah, up. up. Tin, up. Come up. Up. Will he just lay there unless you give the command? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tin up. Up. Mike, if you can hear us, just say hello. Tin up. Good boy, Tin. We're going to have to, what we might have to do with Mike and, um, is when we get in the studio. Tin, come. Um, we have him in there. Mike, we do have a studio in Quincy that's coming along, so... Oh. Um, we can always have you in there as well, and that might there be a little is. easier. You can bring your uh, 
you can bring your son. We'll have him on too. We'll talk to him about what it's like having a, a dad who is a superhero. There he is. He's just sleeping. He's lazy bum like me. Dad. All right. I think so you got the, the service dog on, but we haven't got the crusher on. You haven't got the what? Oh, we you got the, the service head. dog on, but we haven't got the crusher. Tin, tin the crusher now. Another shot. Yeah, sorry about that. They've seen the three squares. We are trying to get Mike on. I don't know what's going on. He can hear us. He can see us. We can't see or hear him. Mike, can you get into the chat room? It's not a chat room, Joe. That's all the comments on all the social medias. Oh, okay. He wouldn't see that here. Um. Bobby D says he'll wear his scally cap, Joe. Yeah, and I just replied to that. Uh, I messed it up because I'm dumb. Awesome, Bobby. Yeah, I meant to say scally high five, but I'm, you know, I get fat fingers. Well, it's a high percentage too. Yeah, it's true. Something you I, never I, got. I, I hit like six throws. buttons at once. That's what you get when you type with your thumbs. <laughs> now, have you caught any wrestling this week at all? I, I haven't this week. I was up with the training with the service dog the whole week, so I didn't get a chance to really watch anything. I kind of read some high, high, uh, highlights. I saw that they added another match to the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. I saw off the top of my head. It, it, it stresses me. Well, but, you, you know, got to pay attention to that. I'm gonna. I had to pay attention. I got. I got. I got some 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 cred on the line. Some credibility because uh, that Cyber Yeti thinks he's a tough guy. All the way down in Houston, sitting there like you know him and molesting his horses and bulls and stuff, whatever, whatever he does. But you know he he's gonna lose that belt to me. You know I'm gonna take the belt from the Off the Top Row podcast and make it part of the Irish Whip. That's <laughs> that's gonna be cool. And uh, you know maybe I'll do a run in and help you out. I mean you would sort of tag partners, right? Yeah, that'll work. You know, bring a chair because we're gonna be hardcore. Now we have, I you know what I watched? I watched um, what did you watch? Sorry, I just got a message. Um, I have Anthony. I watched Anthony Green on AEW Dark Verse. Oh, I, um, I wanted. Uno. I saw that. I wanted to, but I just blew my mind. Yeah, Mike said he does want to get on. Um, Mike, it does look like you're. Am I on? I don't know what's going on with the camera. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying a few things here, guys. Just um, deal with deal with me for a moment. There we go. Mike, see if you can say something now. Uh, I'm not hearing anything. No. Mike said he wants to. He did send me a message that he does want to share his experience, his his trip to Japan. I didn't know there was a trip to Japan. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. And like Bobby's saying, we should uh, put together an Irish whip belt, TIW championship. It would be made out of paper, Bobby. Yeah, maybe the cardboard champion. We'll make it out of a pizza box. So but it'll have to be a used pizza box because I want pizza. I know he's got um, 
one of Slick Wagon the Browns titles on the belts. Nice. Which is um, a Killer Kowalski tribute title, actually. It's a really nice belt. Um, I know that's on the line with a couple of um, uh, the wrestlers from Test of Strength, which is Slick Wagner Brown's um, promotion up in Connecticut. Um, he's got a lot of things going He's got a lot going on on the show. And I know I just talked to him a few minutes ago. I know tickets are flying. Nice. So you got to hit up Pat Dillon on Facebook if you want tickets. Um, I believe they're ten bucks. Reasonable, you know. It's going to be an outdoor show. Uh, in a nice park, though. That's that's probably the nicest park in Southie. I'd I'd say Farragut. Yeah. Farragut or uh, M Street, you know. That's. Uh, What's it, Veterans Park now? Or Memorial Veterans Memorial Park? They just changed the name. Yeah, um, it's still M Street Park. It's still Columbia yeah, Park. Well, still... I think it's technically the park down the bottom where the football field was and the softball fields now. That's technically M Street Park. The other one, the one up above where the memorial is Medal of Honor Park. That's what it was. Yes, yes. But it's all M Street Park to anybody from South. If you say Medal of Honor Park, they'd be like, what? And right, so what's cool about October 30th is right after that in Rockland, which is only about a 20-minute drive, if that, um, there's another show that's going to be another really good show with Brian Malonis on it. That's New England All-Star Wrestling. Which, you know what happened to me this week? No. I walked into, I went to see Slipknot. Nice. Um, great show. It was awesome. Walking in when they, you know, when they, they check your COVID test now, they check your tickets. And um, as I was walking in and, you know, you do the metal detector and the, the lady with the wand says, oh, I know you're good. I just saw you a couple of weeks ago. She actually recognized me from New England All-Star Wrestling. Nice. So, that, and that's in Rockland at Hardcore Athletics, which is really easy to get to. It's right off the highway, one turn. Um, then another very nice place. Um, they got a lot of stuff coming in. Um, I want to get Mike to a show. Yeah, you're making an appearance. You know, people. It's one. He's like one of those unsaid characters. But once you put out his bio, people are like, "Holy shit, it's too legit." There he is. Wait, I see. Oh. I see video. There is the crush of oh. Mike Davis. Welcome to the Irish Whip. What is happening, Mike? Can you hear You're us? You're in the show, everyone. JP. Yes. Yes, Mike. Nice. Mike. I lost him. Can you hear me? No. You can't hear me now, Mike? Can you JP. hear me? Mike? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. We can hear yes. you. Mike, can you I hear us? So everyone can see and hear you. JP. Yes, we do. We can hear you, Mike. Mike, I reached out to Rodeo Drive today uh, to my buddy Johnny, and uh, he said to say, John Rodeo said to say hello to you. He was telling us the story about him managing Cronus um, for the one match over there, I guess, before he went to USWA. I don't think he can hear us. Yes, Mike, can you hear me? Mike, we we can I'm hear gonna, you. We hear. 
there. Mike, can you hear me now? Mike, are you able to hear me now? Can you hear Joe? Can you say something to him? Mike, can you hear us? We hear you. We hear you. All right. I don't think he hears us now. He's got his Cobra Kai hat on, too. He loves Cobra. Yeah. I love the hat. JP. Yes. I'm rocking a Death Wish coffee shirt, so. I know Mike loves his Cobra Kai. Oh, Him yeah. and his son are always rocking the geese on uh, Facebook. Nice. I see that. I see that all the time. Mike. Oh, I don't know why this ain't working. I'm thinking it's his internet. Yes. Okay. Yes, Mike, we can hear and see you now. He can Can hear you. Can you hear us? No. Ah. That fucking figures. <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't I text him questions and we'll go that way and he'll respond on the show. You all right. And I'll I'll cover the talking in the middle. This is gonna be a little yeah. different. This is sort of an old school deal. And hopefully, like if we can eventually all connect and hear each other. Yeah, he can, tell him to speak his answers, Joe. So, guys, we're going to do this a little different. We're going to have to text him because he's having trouble hearing us. It looks like his video just froze up, though. But his audio is coming through because I just heard the ding from the message I sent. That was that was on me. It's a, it must be a group chat. We can hear you. Can you hear us? I'll text. This is right. different. So I'm going to start off with... Mike, um, okay, guys, go ahead. Yeah, this is Mike Davis, aka Crusher. I'm uh, happy to be uh, inducted into the class of uh, 2021 IWF International Wrestling Federation Hall of Fame. Very honored. That is so cool. That that's a major thing too. Like to. Just for someone to recognize you for that, that's huge. So, um, and again, like I said, there was some major people involved in that IWF. I think I said ICW earlier by mistake, but um, the IWF was a big federation. Joe, have you, um, were you able to send him a question? Yeah. All right. I thought you were going to tell me you forgot. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. Guys, you know damn well when you're traveling and you don't have enough pockets, there's not enough room in your bag, you still got something, just clip it on and you're good to go, whether it's going through the TSA checkpoint, going from the car to the hotel room, or you're you know backpacking through the Elks. 
We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer you, our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or go into the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Joe, have you, um, were you able yeah. to send him a question? Yeah. All right. I thought you were going to tell me you forgot. And um, so, Mike, congratulations for that. Yes, congrats on, well, your, on your induction. I started training with Killer Kowalski when I was about 17 years old. I went to his uh, wrestling school. Basically uh, told him what my intentions were and basically was a sheet of lies. I said I'd done this, I'd done that. Um, anything to get his attention. But I, uh, I went to one of um, the WWF... Um, wrestling matches and pretty much hustled my way back in to uh, meet uh, Mel Simons. That was his ring announcer. And he's the one that introduced me to Kowalski. And that's how I got started my training. And uh, I had my first match after six months and it was with uh, John Coronas, uh, AKA the Eliminator. He was um, tag team partners with uh, Perry Saturn. Yeah. Unfortunately, John Coronas passed away some time ago. Just not a good thing. Yeah. I want to. Yes, this is going to be sort of a grainy one too because I want to hear the stories that I don't know about. Like. Yeah, the two questions I just sent him is who is his my dream, dream partner and the guy I would love to wrestle. He passed away, but unfortunately, the guy that passed away was not the guy that I knew. Um, this guy was um, Chris Benoit. Unfortunately, this guy had some really bad problems. He was um, had some pretty bad demons. Um, mm-hmm. All I can say is. That guy that I knew, um, he loved his family. He was a very quiet guy. He didn't he didn't talk about his personal life very much, but um, he just um, that that was a guy I idolized. The way his wrestling, the way his style was, I mean, I uh, just um, I loved everything about it. But um, you know, I just it's it's so hard to believe that he would do something like that. You know, right. um, just a guy I knew, the guy I knew wouldn't do that, but I guess we'll never know. But to answer your question, yeah, that's a guy I would like to wrestle in here. That's the guy I would like to be my partner. So, so both of that, that, if that helps. You when know. you get a chance, ask him about the, the trip to Japan and how that came about and what his experience was there. And guys, yeah, so I know we're doing this a little bit different, but this is well, we're going to make this work. This is what TIW does, man. We take these difficulties and uh, we get them going. The best we can do to bring in any kind of form of entertainment to the fans. That's it. So just bear with us. And we'll, uh, I'll be editing. Okay, some- my trip to Japan. Oof. <laughs> well, when I uh, got the opportunity to go to Japan, 
I wasn't quite sure I was ready. But uh, Walter said I was ready. And he also told me, do not give them a thing. If you see something, take it. Because they're going to whip your ass from door to door. Because they don't speak any English. And everything over there is a shoot. Okay, it's very, very stiff. And um, I think the first mat, first night I was there, I think I wrestled uh, Muda. And oh, uh, I tell you, man, that guy was stiff as a board. Very stiff. And um, but I just just don't give don't give them a thing because if you if you show any weakness, they will tear your ass apart. That's man. So what was it like wrestling Muda? I mean, other than stiff, obviously. Actually, I did very well over there. I almost, uh, I almost uh, was going to live over there. It was, uh, it was a very different culture, but um, the wrestling over there is very different from the states. Um, but they treat you like a like a god, you know. I mean, they just the way the crowd reacts to you when you go to the ring. I mean, you know, where can you get the ten refills of that? You know, I mean, I, I loved it. I almost, I really almost stayed over there. Um, but my feeling on wrestling today, guys, it's, it's not the same. It's not, it's not the same as it was. I feel like the magic is gone. Okay. What I mean, but I mean, the magic is gone is because we've now taught the fans what we do. They know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they know, they know it's, uh, they know it's sports entertainment. They know it's entertainment. They know, they know it's not real. So, you know, if, um, if you were going to see Houdini and you knew his tricks, would you buy a ticket? You know, um, I'm surprised McMahon survived this long. I would say grab what you can see to me, wrestling always been about a good guy, bad guy, baby face, heel. And we tell a story from when we leave the dressing room to the, to the ring. We tell a story, throw a little soap opera there. That's it. Now it's all shades of gray, you know? Um, yes. It's very, the, the business is different. It's it's changed. It's very, it's changed, you know? Do you, um, Joe, you're like the transcriber here. Yeah. Do you follow any of the current product at all, like NXT, AEW, any of the new stuff? And, um, I agree 100% that the um, the trick has been revealed. So, Well, no, I, I just I sent them a text. I was in Japan, and I asked one of the questions. Um, I asked them, like, Could you get the long time massage? Vince, Vince the, the, he's the one that uh, uh, came on the public with it and told me it was real. Vince, he's right. the one that revealed it. Um, right. You know, right. I, I think they should have stayed with the roller coaster ride. Um, you know, because you know what? Even though how big it is now, guys, the roller coaster ride could be over it tomorrow, just like that. And another thing too, if you're in that business, my advice to you is save your money. Save your money because you can get a push, and then you can get you can get uh you can be over that quick. You know, if uh if you're not getting the reaction that the fans want. They could put a slug in the back of the head and, and, and dump you in the back. And if you don't play by their rules, they will do everything they can to take you down. I mean, I've had some personal, I've seen it happen. 
not to me, but I've had some friends that happen to, and it's, it's not pretty. Um, so yeah, I, I would save your money. No. Would you ever make another run? Would you do like an, ind- an independent wrestling run now? Or is it completely behind you at this point? I sent him a couple. I think he just has your chat going. So if I ask oh. you something, can you send it? Yep. I, I just sent him the, you know, would he make Andy run now? You know, uh, okay. I also asked him who were his uh, wrestling idols growing up and do you follow any current products? Yeah, I would make an Andy run. I would because it's in me. It's like riding a bike, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't have any injuries. So I, I would do an Andy run. Uh, you know, uh, it's like it ain't how many times you go down; it's how many times you get up. You know, Sometimes. you ain't beat up in the dark. until you quit. So if you don't quit, you never lose. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I would do an any run. You know, I mean, um, yeah. No. Would um, ask him because like, you wanted to know Joe about coming up in Southie and how he got into it from there, how he found the school and stuff, right? Yeah, I, well, that's what I asked him. I said, "Who was his idols growing up?" And that can transition into what got him started. Well, he gave us how he got started. He weaseled his right. way in back, met met the ring announcer. You know. So it just goes to show you guys if you get an opportunity to sneak backstage somewhere, go for it. Do you want to still come? Hold on, guys. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to still come here? Uh, Yeah, messages from everywhere. Yeah, that's. I think that. Are you coming on the camera to the UFO show? Oh, I think he's he might be in mine now. Well, he was just reading. I think he's frozen again. Now, oh, so what else happened? There's a new NXT. What we're, what we're waiting, guys. So this Damn. is a show that's all over the place. Come on, guys. But there's a new NXT okay. North American champion. And that's a big belt in NXT. And that uh, yeah, I was planning to come to, to the show on the 30th. Um, I was uh, talking to Brittany Brown, and uh, I think she was going to come with me. So um, we were going to go down together, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to go down together. Me and Joe will be down there, so it'll be good to see you. Um, You guys want to see my my plaque? Can you guys guys see this? Yes. That's awesome. That's the International Wrestling Federation. You guys get a picture of that? Oh yeah, class of twenty twenty one plus IWF Hall of Fame class of twenty twenty one. That's tremendous. Sick, huh? That's that's outstanding. That is. Uh, I, I don't put know that up on a chain and wear it around your neck. <laughs> no, yeah. So Carmelo Hayes is the new um, the new NXT North American champion. That's why I just texted Mike to ask him what he thinks about it. Now is that that's it's a local guy, correct? Yes, that was Christian Casanova. Exactly. New X NXT champ. I think I think he's uh I think he's got uh 
I think he's got a lot of charisma. I think he's got um he's got a lot of drive. Um, he's young. He let him know that he also he came out of the chaotic school, which is what Yeah, I think I think he's uh I think he's gonna do very well. I really do. I think he's gonna do very well. I think he's um I think he's got a lot of charisma. I think I think he's gonna do very well. I think he's good. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna give him a good push. Yeah, I think they should. Um, like so, it's a there's a local guy writing for NXT now who came up with Christian with well Carmelo. Um, hey Joe, did we go to school together? We went to McCormick, we right? Yes. <laughs> Figuring out the relations. Did you, Joe? You didn't bully him the way you bullied me, did you? I think I was an asshole as a kid. I think I probably picked on everybody, and it was based on my own insecurities. I'm going to stay to Mike yeah. too. It'll be nice, Mike. It'll be nice to see you and not just randomly bump into you on a uh, MBTA bus at the show on October 30th. What I what I just said to him was like I I said I, I'm sorry if I was an asshole as a kid <laughs> I think I was and it was built on my own insecurities. Well, Mike dealt. I don't want to tell Mike's story, but Mike dealt with a lot as a kid. I feel like I knew Mike when we were younger and. Oh, you uh, weren't an asshole, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was an asshole too, so I think everybody was. Listen, back in the day, right? Growing up in Southie was um we didn't have a lot, but we had a lot of fun, you know? Yes. And uh you know, there was a lot of fights. You know, you didn't necessarily have to win, but you had to fight. If you challenged, you had to fight. I mean yeah, I was challenged all the time, but I had to fight and win all the time, but I fought. That's it. That's the that's exactly, Mike, and uh, and you did. You yeah, definitely no. did. You know, I can be honest. I don't recall I, ever seeing you fight. Oh, I I do. I'll tell Is you after. I grew up in South Boston. I started training uh, down L Street Bathhouse, and that's where I that's where I think I got my strength. It's the oldest you know, bathhouse. Um, Mike I didn't really old. have it that bad growing up, you know. Um, no, I, I didn't have it that bad. I mean, you know, you get your runaround bully, but um, I stood my own ground. You know, I I learned to defend myself on the streets. So, you know, um, I didn't have it that bad. You know what I mean? Um, but I think uh, I was just a fan of wrestling. I've always been a fan of wrestling. And uh, I remember going, my mother took me to my first wrestling match and uh, I was hooked in. And I says, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do with my life. And uh, I remember going, I I didn't graduate from Southie High. I went there one year. I always remember Mike being, like Mike was always a built kid. Oh, yeah. And like I just just texted to him like that. He was the kid that kind of got along with everybody until they were drunk. (laughs) You know? Were you ever not? Well, I've been sober for 26 years, so I'll, I'll go with that and say, you know, now. But back in the day, no, I had a steady stream of alcohol flowing through my system on any given day. 
from the age of 14 on. Dude, 12, no, 12 on. Yeah, they were all a bunch of booze hounds back in the day. I think we all were. You know. <laughs> That's definitely. Uh, who um, can you ask him now, to go? Yeah. Who else was in his class at Kowalski's? I bet you he was there while Jeff Ludy was there, while the Irish Leprechaun was there. Hey, um, maybe we should do this live sometime. I got, I got, um, videos and pictures I could bring in. You know, you can actually see my work. Yes, I've been. Um, let him know that I've been sharing matches on Twitter all week this week, for what I could find on um, online, Joe. But yes, we do have to do that, Mike. This, guys, this is just a different way of doing this uh, this week. So, and it's um, I appreciate y'all being. Some of the kids us. I hung around with in South Boston passed away, like um, Sean Austin, Rooster. Yeah, I remember him. Rooster was my Rooster's my cousin. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yep. I meant to say at Kowalski School, but I uh, my fat fingers messed up again. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that was like you know the group he hung with. Uh, there was definitely some issues in that group, to say the least. Like I yeah, I, I got think... a I got a good one of me and John Coronas. That's a, that was probably one of our best matches. That's a good one. John Rodale was his manager. Yes, John was telling me about that today. He was he was a heel that night. I was baby facing. John. But and we had right a good after match. After that, he went on to form the. Of course, John blew up quicker than me because he was he was a smoker. <laughs> but yeah, he hung out with that crowd. <laughs> but that yeah, that's um. Man, you were in there with a, a high-end class of people, and some of the like I think Cronus is probably underrated because he never. Yes, I was there with the Irish Leprechaun. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> I seen him uh, a couple of years ago uh, at one of the reunions, um, but um, I haven't seen him. I haven't kept up with him. I hope he's doing well. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, him in a couple of years. We had him on about a month ago, if everybody remembers. Yes. You know, the Irish Leprechaun, Jeff Ludy. He's a, the Irish Leprechaun is such a. I saw him at the King Richard's Fair. I got to meet him. And. Um, yes, I was. was um, I was in there with the Irish Leprechaun. Yep. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Uh, a couple of reunions ago, he, he was uh, one of the reunions. But I haven't seen him um, lately. I hope he's doing well with himself, but um, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. But yeah, I I went to school with um, I went to class with him. Awesome, and he. So, I think, I do believe that Mike was also in class with one Paul Levesque. Um, and also probably China, and uh, like so, he was in probably. The most famous class at Kowalski School. Yeah, that that's a that's an in depth class right there. Yes, I was there with Triple H in China. There we go. Um, actually, I started before Triple H. 
Uh, I remember Tony Roy. He was Tony Roy's friend. He brought him in, and uh, Tony was training him before he started. And uh, Paul was assistant manager of a Gold's Gym in Nashville, New Hampshire. That's where. That's how he. That's how he broke in the business. Sons. And uh, I knew Paul was going to make it. I mean, he just had that look. Uh, he had the charisma. Um, I never knew his push was. I never knew he was going to go as far as he did. But I knew he was going to make it. Uh, I knew. I definitely knew. I knew. I knew he was going to make it. Yeah, that. It I mean, the guy's like, a the guy's a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, easy. He's, he's a millionaire. He's married the boss's daughter. He he's a millionaire. Yeah. I think he's. He's probably worth about one hundred twenty-five million dollars, maybe more. That's insane. That's he he founded that. NXT. Right. Right. Mm. Come on, Vince promoted it, but uh, Paul started it. Yeah. So and now it's you know he had some kind of uh, creativity of it. Yeah. Bobby D wants to know who was his favorite female wrestler. Who was his female wrestler crush or best wrestling diva? So the, who was his favorite female? And I, I can almost answer this for you. And he's going to tell you that the best rest, best female wrestler he knew was going to be Brittany Brown. Uh, just knowing that those two are very close. I just sent my question to talented. him. You sent it to him? Yep. No. Like I said, we've had a lot of people on the show smoking weed while they're on with us. I think he's about to let up a Newport. <laughs> but it was uh it was a real on that's being inducted in with Big John Stud and uh I and Mike Shop. They were in my class too of uh twenty twenty one Hall of Fame. That's such a that's huge man. honor. Very big. Big John Studd was like my guy growing up. I know I wasn't supposed to like him, but I think just because of his size, I loved John Studd. Yeah, I gravitated towards uh, I gravitated towards Andre. Let's see. I'm gonna pull up my uh, John. So John Studd. Here's the thing with him is he John Studd was Killer Kowalski's first student. Um, really? Yeah. That's something I didn't know. I can't type. Yeah, his um, he was Kowalski's first student, the way I understand it. Yeah. Yes, I know John Studd kids wrestles now. Um, I I he's you know, a little green, but he's he's gonna make it. Yeah. He's got that height, you know. Yeah. That's if you got the height, that that gives you that extra push, you know. I used to have seven inch lifts in my boots just to give me that extra height. Jesus. Oh, he asked me what female wrestler I liked. Um, Tori Wilson was one of my favorites. Funny, um, friendly, loving, happy. Now, what I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I think is the probably the most toughest wrestler I think I ever met. Like, I would say tough, tough, like street fight that probably could kill you in the blink of an eye. Uh, Tonga, Haku, Tonga, nice. Haku, yep. Tonga. I've heard that a few times. And he's times. the nicest guy in the world. I've heard that Friendly, a few times. loving, happy, and he <laughs> probably kill every one of us in the blink of an eye. There was nothing he yeah, could do yeah. about it. Everybody says that. The biggest wrestlers all say that. And uh, it, they, it's crazy. because he, he's easy to work with in the ring. 
He's not. A, he wasn't a big guy. I just asked him who was his toughest opponent. You know, we got uh, Black Hat checking in from the Off the Top Rope podcast. What's up, Black Hat? Uh, I say tough, little stiff. I would say Bob Holly. He was, he was, he was, he was stiff, but I, I gave it back to him because you know he, he likes it like that. He likes it rough. Well, that if he hits you hard, right? If he hits you hard, you want he wants he expects you to hit him harder, harder like hard. <laughs> And if you yeah. don't, he's gonna whip your ass. Yeah, Bob Holly, I would say, would be the guy I worked with was a little, little stiffy. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that about Holly too. That um, that he can be a little rough. Um, I'm asking him now if anything funny ever happened during a match where he almost broke character. The easiest opponent I ever wrestled. Uh, I don't even know if you guys even know of him, but uh, it was a kid. It was a kid by the name of Eric Shaughnessy. Um, he went to Walters, and he was just a guy they used, but they didn't use him right. You know, I mean, his gimmick name was Mr. Nobody from Nowhere, you know. But, uh, yeah, he was really easy. I mean, they, it basically, it wasn't even a match. They, they they put him in with me. It just was a squash match. I just wanted me to squash him. It was like a three-minute match, and that was about it. But I didn't, like, hurt him. I just, you know, it looked like I squashed him. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the business 12 years. I, I mean, you know, I the first thing I learned is never get hurt. If you get hurt, that means that someone did something wrong. You need to never should try to hurt anybody else. I've been in the business 12 years. I never hurt anybody. It's the art of making it look like you're hurting somebody without actually doing it. Exactly. You step on someone's face, but you don't step on their face. Well, I just asked him, uh, was there anything, what's the funniest thing he's ever saw in the ring that almost made him break character? I've also asked him, what's the scariest moment he's had during a match? Yeah. Yeah. I was wrestling, um, I was wrestling Bulldozer, and uh, he fought it. He fought it so bad, I thought he was gonna shit his pants, <laughs> and I was I was scared that because he was gonna <laughs> he was um gonna, he was doing a leg drop on me, and I I, I literally moved out of the way on purpose because I thought the shit was gonna go down his leg. That's <laughs> awesome. That that could probably be the scariest moment too. That that just happened in the TV show Heels on Showtime. If anyone's been following that, that's a fucking fantastic show. Now I've reached out to people on that show. I've got some. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard. I've had some people that um said that he's too stiff. I mean, but you know what? Listen, Stop I've been him. to Japan. There ain't nobody. I mean, Bob Holly. That uh, to them, they, Bob Holly's a mm. cupcake. You know, so that uh, he him hit me. That it don't it don't mean nothing to me. It ain't gonna I hurt hit, me. You know, I my nose is still intact. That's... He busted. It makes me bleed. I'm going to give it back to him, and that's just the way it is. He knows how it is, I, you know. I I had messaged Mike that his attitude is so great because a lot of people complained about Holly, and like you're in a fucking contact sport. Well, and it's the same. People say the same thing about JBL. <laughs> so you you want to play in the game? You got to earn your stripes. The scariest one was when I uh, 
I did a move called the moonsaw and I, I landed on my head and I, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I didn't miss the guy because my arm was still on him, but I, I landed the wrong way and I, uh, I had a like slight concussion. I couldn't really remember where I was at, but um, that was pretty scary. I almost broke my neck. You pulled a but, um, better me than the, my opponent, right? Oh, when you're working yeah. with an opponent, you always want to take care of the guy. Always protect yeah. your opponent, but also protect yourself. You know, you yeah. always want to protect the guy when you wait. You know, because if you start hurting people, you know, promoters, you're gonna get a reputation, and promoters ain't gonna book you. You know, because you're going to get a reputation of hurting people, you know, so you you don't, you know, you don't want that. Well, I'm glad you didn't break your neck. Yeah. It looks like me. So, guys, if there's a little silence, I'm going to edit those out. Um, Because I'm typing. Yeah, it's me and Joe probably both typing to him. We're killing him with questions, but he's keeping yeah. up with us at this point. I get a question now: Is what is the one match he would do over if he had the chance? <laughs> no. And the thing with Mike is, where Mike was around for so long, where he was around so early, guys that promote shows now, like Bo Douglas and Slick Wagner Brown, they're gonna know who he is. Yep. It's like if he shows up at a school and says, "Hey, I'm gonna do a match." Um. Yeah, let me get the let me get the rust off. Right, they I was around for some Tony Rumble shows before he passed away. Yes, I did. I was around. I was around Tony Rumble. Yep. Those are the shows like I didn't go to as a kid because Joe, you know, like, did your Absolutely. friends know you? Joe, did your friends know you were a wrestling fan? No. Oh, did I want to ask you guys? Did you ever heard of a um a guy I worked with? He was in my class uh, 20, 2011. He went as the Pink Assassin. Uh, um, he's a. He was in my class, uh, and he was inducted this year in the Hall of Fame. But he wants to pick assassin. Good guy, funny guy. But he'd been in the business a while. I know of him. Uh, he's done other characters too. Like I think he was um, Bart Hart. What is the um, But yeah, I know I do know of him. I never met him myself though. I've never um when I started going around to shows and when me and Joe started going around to shows no four, I think he was all done already or pretty close to. Yeah. I just ask him uh Deshaun Blackheart just as mentioned said Bruiser Brody too, so I asked him if he ever worked Bruiser. Oh, Bruiser didn't do a whole lot up here because Vince McMahon didn't like him. Yeah. But he that that's the kind of thing that builds you a fan following. If Vince didn't like you, people want to know about you. Like there was rumors, there was a conspiracy theory that Vince McMahon had him murdered. Really? Yeah. Um, yes. I did work for Bruiser Brody. Really? Um You know. Bruiser Brody, I don't know. I Bruiser Brody, uh, I don't know. He's kind of selfish, selfish person. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you why. Bruiser Brody had a mentality where he liked to stick it to the promoter. So what he would do, right, is he would go out and try to screw up matches purposely and try to destroy a business. But see, he didn't realize that 
it was a poor guy on that match. I'm probably making like say 50 bucks, like me, for instance. So Bruce Brody goes out there and destroys a match, destroys a company that takes that guy's like us out of like 50 bucks. We probably needed that to pay a child support payment or a car payment. I believe you're a top guy. You owe it to everybody on that card to make sure you do it professional and you do it right. If I don't work for the guy, tell him that. But don't screw for the other guys because they got to come back next week. You don't. You understand? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. About that time, though, do you want to go a little bit longer, JP? Are we going to wrap up? Yeah, or let's I, go a little more... bit longer because I know I'm going to cut about probably 10 minutes out. So if we can go just four or five more minutes. Yeah, that's fine. I, I uh, cut, the, uh, cut this part uh, out, too. Bobby D, keep that quiet, man. We're not gonna put that one up on there. That's that's uh that's a rumor, Bobby D. No one knows for sure. Yeah, no one knows who that guy is. No one knows. And if certain people like Bo Douglas ever find out who the Castle Island assassin is, I mean there's gonna be hell to pay. But we're only gonna be what, Joe? How far would you say Farragut Park is from Castle Island? Half mile at the best. Man, you know what we might have to do? Oh, um, I just I traveled, have somewhere else well, he's traveled. I went to Japan. I got to go to Canada, Nova Scotia, Halifax, Sydney. Um, I got to go down to Texas, California, Wyoming, Cheyenne. I got to travel with the WWF. I just sent him a name and a text, and I want to see his response to it. Is this the Castle Island assassin? No, no. So maybe we should go to maybe we should go to Castle Island before and see if we can find the Castle Island assassin. That would be good. We, he's probably hiding under one of the, the benches or oh no, you know that that ring of bushes where everyone peed. He's hiding in there. Yes. And wait and see if he responds hiding. if he understands. He might be at the yacht club. Yes, I was around for Tony Romo shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's rereading questions. Hmm. Yeah, I just I just sent him the name Lobster Man. <laughs> Do you know who Lobster? Did you ever, did you ever see any Lobster Man stuff? No, I have no idea so, about that. Lobster Man Costa, Jeff Costa was he was uh he wrestled a lot in Canada. He was from around here. He did he he ran a real thing. gimmicky show. I sent him the same thing. I sent Lobster Man question mark. See what he says. And um. Lobster Man legit ran for president. Nice. He had, he had he put giant lobster claws on. That was his gimmick. Nice. But he had other he did some other stuff too. But he Jeff Costa Lobster Man would run shows where like the characters on his shows would be like the alien vampire. Oh wow. Like that was just his thing was gimmicks, um, and I think that was Shit. around the time. I think he's thinking about the lobster man right now because he just said shit. <laughs> but he managed lobster man managed to make a name for himself. Like when he ran for president, he got on Comedy Central, like with the new on the Daily Show. Oh, that's awesome! He just he we should probably just wrap this up at this point. All right. I just to see if he answers this one last question. I asked him what match would he redo if he had the chance. 
Okay, and then just have him put his uh, social medias out there if you would yeah. like to. Yes, Bobby D. Sully's. Uh, we'll probably go to Sully's afterwards. I can't stay too long. What after. matches would you redo if you could? I'm asking him now. Tell him now. Put out his social medias if he wants people to reach out to him, or even women promoter could reach out to him if they want to book him. I'm going to try to get back to give him something. Yeah. I mean. All right, this is a long one. What do you say? I just asked him, I said, that was the last question. If you want to, if you, if you want to put out your social medias, go ahead. This short. I think he's about to, he's frozen this, again. This so. short, short. Yeah, I can hear him. By the way, Joe, do you but, know what I but, use almost every day? I have. I Toilet have paper. To put my <laughs> son. I had a fight to get it. All right. Mike's saying he's going to go and put his son to bed. Okay. Guys, thank you so much. Um, what I'll do, guys, is if he wants to put his social media out there, because he doesn't wrestle a lot right now. Um, show SH. We'll get this together and put it out on a Twitter. We'll tweet out his contacts if he wants to put them out. Right. We will share it later. All right. Yeah, so we're going to thank you, Mike. We appreciate you, man. And we will do this better. We'll get him. We'll get Mike in studio. And yeah, Joe, um, big congrats to Carmelo Hayes winning the NXT North American Championship this week. Big congrats to Mike um, on the IWF Hall of Fame. That's a huge deal. Like Absolutely. I said, that was a huge class. That was a big thing, man. Um, and Joe, congrats to you on getting a great thing that's not going to fit in your condo. Yeah, but you know what, though? We'll snuggle up and, and sleep together. <laughs> well, not sleep together, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. You mean sleep together, no quotes. No, 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 no. Well... All right, I'll be the little spoon. <laughs> Caliglia. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. We'll have uh, the crusher, Mike Davis, on again because yes. of the technical, technical uh, issues. Yeah, what we'll probably we'll try to do is get him into that studio you were talking about and have him actually come into the studio and we can record right there and then and have him and he can put up some videos and or, show some pictures of where he was. Or, you know, like he said, you know, we can do something live together somewhere where we can watch some of his tapes and show them. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Kind of just so. flip the camera. Yeah, we can do that. But, All guys, right. thank you for tuning in, as always. Much right, love. Guys. I'm going to go edit this and get this up tonight. See you next Thursday. You guys rock.